Alright guys, welcome to Four Guys, one film today. We're gonna watch and review Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy Volume 3. Shut the fuck up, Isaac. This is my intro. <laughs> this is my house! My intro! Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, uh, well, on the pod. I feel like pod, we yeah. haven't done one. We didn't get to do a chance. I mean, I mean it's there was weird no Ant Man Quantumania. Which yeah, is a good we... thing for Ant Man Quantumania that we didn't review it. That movie fucking sucked. Jesus Christ. You like it? Why are you looking at me like that? He's in the middle of his review and we just fucking hijacked it completely. Well, you know what? I thought you already started. I, no, I, I'm not even done. <laughs> let's run it back. Let's run it back. <laughs> all right. I kind of like the way we're going, though. So we're going to keep it. All right, let's keep it rolling. It's been a long time since we've all been together. Reviewing something. I mean, we were gonna get well, together last week. No, or? we tried last week, and then it just yeah. we were too busy down. with every all the viewers' moms, you know, yeah. for Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your mom I said hi. Until you saw Wait, them you talking to me, or, or like the listeners, the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so to our hundred fans out there, yeah. hi to all your yeah. moms, and your mom says hi back. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. This is the last of the Guardian series. Yeah, there's just so much to unpack in the film because, I, well, first of all, I think it's an emotional film, mm-hmm. like a lot more emotional than I expected from a Marvel movie and from a, actually, no, I'd expect it from a Guardians movie because I feel like the Guardians franchise within the MCU franchise is the best one. Yeah, it's yeah. a bunch of misfits and like, you know, outcasts and then like uh, they're just dealing with their issues yeah. and kind of yeah. making it work regardless. Yeah, like they all have personal issues. It's and very relatable. Very relatable. And this one definitely highlights Rocket's issues the most. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say uh, I did not really care for Rocket as a character before this movie. Like, Me neither. I was kind of like, eh, he's just... Yeah, he was funny in the relief. first one. He was a little cunt in the second one. Well, and I, then third he was one. an extra Big word. In, in fucking Infinity. Infinity War? Yeah. No, I think Infinity War, the worst one was Peter Quill. Star-Lord fucking ruined oh, yeah. it. Star-Lord was just being a fucking just little princess had to slap fucking Thanos. All oh. because your girlfriend died. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like, I wouldn't have done shit. Yeah. <laughs> I would have celebrated. My- <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this Cheers, movie, boys. I feel like this movie um, is the first one that's kind of dealt with the repercussions of what happened in Endgame. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what. Mm. Well, I think the shows did a lot of a lot of that stuff too. Yeah, a lot so of the Marvel did. series did that. Did they? They, yeah. they were playing cleanup on like like the blip. Well, actually, if you think about it, No Way Home even talked about the blip and the, what happened. Bit. They well, um, I mean that whole, that was their whole first segment. Batman tried to kind of. Well, look, they, just, yeah, they did. They like, basically did a whole show on the blip, which is fucking. No, they didn't. Uh, fucking Captain America show. That was the Winter Soldier. It was, Winter Soldier. It was basically like the, the yeah. aftermath of I what happened. Watched it? It was Falcon and the Winter Soldier it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. It was um, good. It was I didn't. Good. I didn't like it. I didn't like the guy they chose for Captain America. He, he looks fucking. You mean Falcon? Oh no, no, the new Captain or America. US agent. Yeah, U.S. agent. Oh, yeah. that's uh, that's Kurt. Is that Kurt Russell's son? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the jeans didn't he, he really did transfer, transfer well. over. Um, so that was one. Uh, I think they talked a lot about it in the Loki movie too. In the show, I mean. With timelines and alternate. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like this is the only one where they actually personally deal with it. Yeah, this is the first one where you see like, yeah. like well, I mean, I guess like, Ant-Man did a little bit because he still talked about how he's like, well, they really glossed over it, honestly, yeah, about how he over. just lost gears with his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, that but for him it was like powerful. being in the, the quantum realm or whatever. It was like yeah. seconds. See, but that's dumb. Yeah. That's just, dumb. But yeah. this one, you know, Gamora's dead. And then now we have this current Gamora who's and from she's the got past dreads. timeline who has no memory of his her relationship with Peter Quill. 
So I, I think it, it's great that they went about it this way. Because, like, one, it shows that, like, oh, shit, did actually impact people. And then, two, I like that they didn't end up together. Because it's, like... Mm, if, interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they would have made, made them come back together, it's, like, yeah, it's just kind of, like, that's what we would want to happen. What you expect. But this is more realistic. This is, like, yeah. probably what would happen. Like, it's things like, don't last forever. Yeah. This I, was think, like, I think that's that's a good theme of the movie. Yeah. Things don't last forever. But go ahead, Nick. No, I was going to say, this is this is before you go to therapy. Or, sorry, after therapy, you realize these types of things. Before therapy, you're like, the love will always work, which is ideal. But after therapy, you realize, oh, you know what? Maybe I should just work on myself before Fuck I work that. on this. But, um... That's sad, dude. I'm gonna go cry later. The life did, George, okay? Um, But, no, I wish this movie would have been, like, just one, like... I kind of wanted it to be, like, either really funny or really depressing. Mm. And the fact that it had, like, both in there was kind of nice, but at the same time, like... It's like we just saw a really depressing scene and they tried to crack a joke and I'm like, Dude, I feel like there was, was less of that. This movie some was jokes dark. Didn't, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was very was, dark. But some, like some jokes were overplayed. No, no, like, and it was nice. Yeah. Like Drax on the couch was a stupid joke. Let me let me throw an idea. Do you guys want to like review it now and then like like give our ratings and then get into like? I think I think let's just start off with ratings. Let's do it. Let's try something different. Okay, let's yeah. try something. Let's inverse it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Isaac first. I give it an eight. Oof. Mm. That's really high for you, bud. That is high. You've given eight fives, but nah. I, but yeah, I think yeah. it did Pulp Fiction with A5. A5 was, yeah. yeah. So that's Pulp Fiction. It's like, yeah. so. Yeah. It's a timeless movie. You can watch it almost any time. Yeah. Like, even There's only like, one F bomb in this one. Pulp Fiction had a lot more. I get it. Maths, yeah. maths. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. What about you, Alexis? I think I'd give it um, like a 9.0. What? Because, and then maybe just because, like, Marvel has been disappointing me a lot lately. Uh, okay. I and can this see is that. the best thing they've done in since Endgame. Actually, I think No Way Home was was just as good Ooh. and black panther but i don't know like this one was a lot more cohesive and more emotional to me i didn't like black panther at all give it a seven wow just because there's brown people Isaac? no i'm brown as hell dude just because they <laughs> dude like i'm there with them dude cut that cut i'm like that. They, they finally included us in in a movie fuck and isaac's like fuck that i just like fuck them nah mexican representation i didn't like who they who like the main actors were to be honest I, I like the, the I like the Charles guy. Brother. What's his name? She's Charles' sister. I yeah. didn't like her. Oh, no, yeah, I didn't like her as the lead. And but. she was the lead. And, and the other chick that they rode from, like, MIT, that chick was also trash. Oh, she was terrible. Ironheart? She was terrible. Yeah. All right, George. Damn. Um, yeah, it's it's up there. I think I'm going to have to agree with the lectures on this one. I was thinking the same thing. Nine. I know. It's, wow. it's, it's solid. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I thought it was a lot darker than most Marvel films. It didn't feel like it was cookie-cutter. And, like, you know, uh, usually what Marvel's been doing lately is just so absurd and trash. This felt real. Like, an mm-hmm. actual story came together. James Gunn did amazing. I'm glad they gave him so much, you know, liberties with yeah. this. He was sole writer. Yeah. Yeah. So, it all worked. And now I'm like, fuck, they really turned it around for me for Rocket. I was like, I didn't care at all about him prior to this. Now I'm just kind of like, holy shit. Now I want my own raccoon. He's deeply flawed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and fucked up individual, but... It, it makes sense because of his backstory and, you know, what he has to put out in this exterior because, you know, he doesn't want to be hurt or yeah. like, what he went you, through. You, the one thing I thought about uh, about Rocky, I'm, I, th- I thought he was like the most relatable one out of the whole cast. In this movie or in general? I think it, it, now after watching this movie, I think him, like he like Star-Lord is like, Dude, it's kind of like a stupid ass fucking uh, he, 
back yeah yeah even going back like from the previous movies it makes so much more sense now like looking back at it like why he was the way he is like there's that Very scene with the yeah. oh fuck what's his name uh the blue guy the Kamara? no no the Just blue guy? Fuck it. The, nebula from, no the guy the i don't see gender yondu yondu yeah there's a certain scene where he's uh he's arguing with rocket and oh, then, volume two. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like literally telling him like, "I know who you are," and he's like, "You don't fucking know shit about me." And then like he breaks it down. He's like, "I I know who you are because you're me. Like yeah. we're the same. Like we were yeah. abandoned, we were mistreated, we were like you know, uh, outcast and shunned." And then like it hits heavier now because he's like, "Holy shit!" Like now you see his sense? actual backstory, dude. Yeah. I definitely love the first song that they started off with. Um, Creep. Creed. I was like, like, like well, I was, like where he was yeah, like, I was where, not expecting. Dude, it was great. Like probably like the best. Like movie intro in a long time, like because it, it, like you hear that song and like it's. I well, think really, it's, I, I think to anybody any, that song is very relatable to I think all of us. Yeah, in this yeah when I was fourteen. Yeah. Like, well, I think what's crazy <laughs> is you think about like oh, you, at first you start thinking like you start thinking like that's solely about Peter Quill, like mm. that song felt like it was about his alcoholism right now and what he was dealing with with Gamora and stuff like that, and you realize like shit, he's not the only one like going through all that no. stuff like. Like and feeling like those that disheveledness and if anything maybe it's transferred to him and yeah. he's like the worst at it right now. But you can just start looking back and see like all those like the Guardians humanize every character super mm-hmm. well. Like I like for example you go back to the Avengers and like Captain America like hey fuck that guy I'm sorry <laughs> Captain America is dope but like why is he so perfect? No human being should have zero like flaws. Well, he's supposed to be like the perfect leader, right? I, and I get the leader I mean, part, but like Chris Evans is perfect. Yeah, but even Chris Evans absolutely that's daddy. But there's we're not talking about him. That's but, Zaddy. Daddy. That's Zaddy. Sorry, my bad. I, I didn't put enough Z on it. That's, I gotta put some respect. <laughs> but um, but what I'm saying though, in general, is like you see some character like Captain America, where it's like even when he made bad choices, bad calls, or or like Civil War, where people were like, "Dude, you're going against like regulation," which is something that someone with power should yeah. think about it. Be, be like he's like, "But I'm still doing the right thing." He's like, "I'm doing the right thing," and he's like, "But there, even even when he's morally doing something that's questionable." He has such a like moral high ground and authority that it's almost pretentious, like in my opinion, and I can't relate. I'm like, no, I, I'm not. So, like, I'm Captain a flaw. America. Like, he's a he's a great character and he played it well, but it's just like, it's an unrelatable character. I am morally flawed as a human being. I will never look at Captain America and say that's me. I might want to be him. I might want to be these guys, but like, that's why we fall in love with characters like Peter Parker, where you're like, shit, he fucks up. You know, yeah. and you look at every single one of the Guardians cast, I guess, with the exception of maybe Groot, because Groot, I mean, it's it's hard, you know, up till now, he's never talked, but now we're part yeah. of the family. So right, now we understand right. what he's saying, now we get it, mm-hmm. right? But even when he was having attitudes as a teenager, it's like, at least I was like, hey, that was me. Yeah. I wasn't saying I am Wait, Groot. Yeah, Groot is like the kid, you know, like, yeah. you just see him grow up. But like every single one of them from like Drax not understanding sarcasm and being too like, too like uh, jokey from time to time and, and not getting metaphors and stuff like to you know having someone like peter quill who was just always making jokes always cracking jokes relying on his humor but not knowing how to actually like be serious at times to to someone like nebula who's just mad and angry angry. and can't deal with her own fucking issues like in terms of like aggression or any other way besides aggression and then seeing something like rocket who's just got so much pent-up like trauma that he hasn't been able to process and it's like i feel like every single one of those characters are humanized in a way that other characters and other groups in the mcu have been like everybody else is always so perfect and so like so because these characters are so relatable right in 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 a general sense to you like you prefer the guardians over like an avengers type as far as as far as like 
relatability absolutely i mean like i mean don't get me wrong i mean who doesn't like to see you know the avengers kick ass i mean like the action in endgame and infinity war and all the other movies it's it's phenomenal not saying it's not but like that's why i mean we haven't gotten my rating but i'll give it right now is i'm a nine two in my opinion this is the best movie that's come out as at this phase it beats no way home for me you were 10 in my eyes yeah, <laughs> stop it, bro. We're gonna have to All cut this eyes. right now and just, just we're gonna have to use the bed. We're gonna take us. a quick break. <laughs> damn, so we, we, we all just 35 on, seconds. I mean, us three decided on nines. Yeah, God damn Isaac it, and eight. Hey, bro, I was gonna ruin shit. What were we expecting? I, I think I'm, I'm just more critical about it. You just it, bring us down to earth, dude, No, because no, it's just like I actually, you guys look at it like, oh, okay, I'm gonna give it a nine because I'm gonna look at the franchise. I said nine, two, put some respect on it. Uh, that's what I said, you guys. Okay, a little bit higher than a nine for me. Okay. Oh, you said nine point two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Well, nine point two. I'm sorry. Let me be clear. Nine point two. I'm gonna round you down to nine. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Always getting rounded down. <laughs> okay. But like you, you, you guys look at the at, like at a whole franchise. When I rate a movie, I look at it singularity of like, okay, what's let me take what happened in, in the other two movies. I'm gonna take that into consideration, but it doesn't go into what's going on right now. You're just isolating it too. But I feel like the other events in the like, I mean, yeah, this is an unfair advantage that other movies don't get necessarily. Like when we relate, when we were reviewing like Pulp Fiction or Renfield, where we don't have world building yeah. as that's as detailed as MCU. But you, you can't fully ignore it. I agree with you. Like I'm not trying to rate the Guardians trilogy. I am trying to rate the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Volume Three. But like when you look back, like. I mean, exactly what George said. I thought Rocket was an asshole on the second one. I was like, dude, just grow the fuck up. Like, come on. Like, seriously, like, mature a little bit. Because he wasn't like that at all in the first one. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? Like, why are you all of a sudden upset that Peter Quill's giving attention to other people? Like, he felt like so, like, controlling over his friendships and relationships with certain Guardians characters. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, especially in number volume two, right? Yeah, and volume two, it felt like he felt like he was consistently going to be abandoned. And now it's like, why? how could you not feel abandoned after what you just went through? <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, shit. I, was like, I didn't even think about that, honestly. So, yeah. and, and that's where it's like, I got to give James Gunn the credit for volume three. Like, once he, like, he perfectly patched those little holes that we didn't even know were there. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fact that, I mean, his whole character, he's like, he, he's like a little hoarder. Like, he just steals parts and does all that. And it makes sense because it's part of the reason that what saved him like mm-hmm. because yeah. he does those things and he's he tried like, to save his buddies too yeah, yeah. and it's crazy i think even i don't know why he's some of the stuff that he does i feel like like because i feel like he lost a lot of compassion for you know for a lot of stuff you know because you see him like in the first two movies like oh i'm just gonna steal stuff i'm gonna, I'm gonna and then you see the why he does it in the third movie and like you, you think he would stop <laughs> because that kind of what got his friends killed like if he would have been if you would have waited or had come up with like a better plan, his friends wouldn't have died, you know. I think but, he's just so focused on saying like, like I'll never, like I'll never allow myself to have relationships like that and vulnerability yeah. like that again. It's yeah. like if I am an asshole, like that's I think that's exactly what you're saying with Yondu. But Yondu's like, I'm exactly like you. Like yeah. I mean, it shows in Volume Two where Yondu was not allowing Peter Quill to open. I think it was actually no the. Was it the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special or something like that where Peter Quill was trying to... It shows Peter Quill giving Yondu a Christmas present. Yeah, yeah. And Yondu kept throwing it away. And then Yondu finally gives it back. And he's like, no, if I'm an asshole, I don't have to worry about anybody around me dying. Yeah. Because I don't care about anybody else and they don't care about me. But I think that's exactly what Rocket wanted too. He's like, I've already had enough people in my life that I've lost. Yeah. I don't need to add more to that list. So okay, so we got high ratings over here, and this—I think this is still a high rating for Isaac. Absolutely, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I, again, I'd watch this movie any day of the week. Yeah. It was—it was a good movie. I just, for me, it had fundamental flaws. You know, fundamental. Let's fundamental. get into some of those fundamental flaws. Yeah, what did you think they could have done better? 
I think what they could have got better is honestly like coming together and I think making the whole movie either really happy or really depressing. Because I think the depressing stuff in the way that they were portraying Rocket and what was going on his like, you know, what happened to him in his past and what happened to like his like, honestly, his very first friends, you know, the people that he grew up with and how they were viciously killed. I think if they would have kept that like, I guess, momentum and actually like let the viewer digest. Okay, did this really just happen? Did we just watch his three buddies? That were, I feel like we had a lot of time. I mean, Rocket was literally screaming like in agony after his friends died for like the longest time. Where I even oh, had a chance no. to like look at you know Crystal and be like, like holy shit, like this is happening like in this movie. Doesn't it also like sorry to interject, but like oh, just the idea that you you see you talk about mutilation, but mm-hmm. like we're talking about like in terms of death, but like the fact that they all woke up mutilated animals that oh, had, dude, that yeah. had all been completely toyed with 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 different kind of augmentation and stuff like that to each each and every one of them and doesn't that add like in my opinion just thinking about it like a nice little twist to how he and nebula kind of were where he never viewed nebula as something different he's like oh, i've i've been around creatures who get i've been like torn apart we've been torn apart together. and put back together millions of times i myself have been on that table and like even that little quote where nebula says she's like like his past like when they when they found out what happened to him and they were viewing his memories and they were like his past is way worse than anything i've ever been through and like how she felt about him was probably also very similar in that sense where it's like this is one person in this in the bowie the only person who actually knows what's going on and what's been going on with me and Mm -hmm. can actually relate to it like sincerely even her own sister who's witnessed it in her opinion, was always kind of the enemy because she was part of the reason why that was happening. In that yeah. Era. Well, you, I think it just, I didn't like the differences in tone. Again, like, I just wanted more consistency. Like, yeah, have a joke here and there, but, like, don't be trying to, like, do, like, a big, like, uh, 10.50, like, like a 10-minute gag moment, you know? Like, the elevator, you know, when they were going up, they were, like, just trying, they were just bickering. I'm like, that's kind of, like, unnecessary, you know? I feel like that was kind of necessary for the people who weren't caught up on, like, all the Avengers stuff. Because mm-hmm. he just laid out, like, what, like what's the current situation with Gamora, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the sucky part about being part of, like, a bigger franchise is that those kind of scenes You kind of have to fill it in because yeah. if not, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take out any viewers that aren't, like, huge Marvel people exactly. out of it. Cause they... Well, I think this movie, you didn't even need to necessarily um, even watch the other Marvel movies because it just... The only person that was, you know, realistically that had any change in character was Gamora. I mean, yeah, you're right. If they would have, if Gamora wouldn't have been part of this film, this there would have been zero real recap. Of and I, I and honestly, I don't even think she added anything to the to the movie. Yeah, but I think they still had to address it because it's like obviously she's alive and she was part of the team. It's not like they're just gonna completely exclude her and be like, oh, like, but he didn't even. Try I, I I think if they would have done like a ten minute. Like excerpt, like in the middle or at at the beginning, saying like what happened to Gamora, like a like a quick thing, like like that that could even have been like a gag joke where they do like where they uh, get together and they do like uh, between all the characters and they do like a background of what happened to Gamora after the the blip. I a hundred percent disagree. With yeah, you. I was I was, what? I was, I was I think thinking she, about it in a different way. She's too. super yeah. important 
because I mean, just starting off, Peter Quill is drunk. Like he is like depressed, an alcoholic, an alcoholic because of what he like, he lost his his. Like his even best. that interaction with uh, Nebula, where he called Nebula Gamora, and Nebula didn't even seem phased. She was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just like he's Damn. Drunk another dude's calling me Gamora. Well, well, not even that. I'm sure that hurt her too. But like, I'm sure yeah. she's heard Peter call her Gamora enough times in the last couple. Or of her years. dad's like, why can't but you also, be more like Gamora? Like that's that's <laughs> Nebula's sister too. Like Nebula yeah. lost her sister. You know? yeah. Well, not really because I guess. Like, after, after volume two, they were they were on a they better, were they, tight. They were, they were tight, but I mean, like they kind of like when they when the Gamora comes back for, uh, with Nebula, they they felt like they still had that same closeness. It's just that she was in a different group, you know. Because like, oh yeah, I know where Gamora is. I can call in a favor. She's gonna help me out. Blah blah blah. You but know, it's not still not her to. Gamora. That's the thing. Like I know, but I think it's it, I, I, I think it's a little bit more formative for uh, Nebula to, to try to reach out to like be the opposite of what Gamora was for her. Not yeah, so that's what she had to do in Endgame. Yeah. In Endgame, she had to prove that she was the one who was saying in that and convince Gamora, you can leave Thanos. Yeah. You're like Thanos won't win this. Like versus Gamora still kind of struggling with that whole identity of like, yeah. should I just let my dick of a father rule? But yeah, I mean Yeah, no, she was necessary. I think uh, Oh no, I don't know. Plus, I'm glad that they didn't uh try to force her back into the group. I like, felt like I but I did I did feel like Peter was trying to force that interaction. Absolutely, well, yeah. that, that was but, the point. So, the, I, movie, I know. the movie didn't play out that way, which is, I think, good. Yeah. And like that's it's super relatable, you know, to look at Peter and like you know you, you see that that he still loves her and she's not the same girl, but He's he, he but, but he he needs her, and for him to realize at the end that you know it's okay to move on and live what your own life. What he needs to do is work on himself. Yeah, that's why he at the end he goes back to discover his roots. And you know, live live his his life on Earth, and just yeah. figure things out. You know. And if you really think about it too, like it, it also adds emphasis. This is the first character we've seen that really will give us an opportunity to kind of set the stage away from like realism and like you know therapy and moving on and all this stuff. But like, sets what Marvel wants to probably try to emphasize with multiversal like 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 events, where it's like you have now been introduced to, you know, like Loki talked about different timelines and stuff like that, but we honestly didn't get a chance to meet, like, Loki from, let's be honest, Loki from back in time was the exact same Loki. Like, when we went back in time and this Loki was now all of a sudden alive, you didn't feel like this Loki has a completely different personality. And you did get a chance to meet, like, the different alternate reality Lokis once mm-hmm. he had been absorbed, or what, or I forgot what the, he had pronged, they pronged him or whatever. Oh, in the in the show, yeah, in the yeah, show, yeah, the, the alternates, yeah, yeah, the alternates. You got or the a variants, chance to, the variants, exactly. But they were so different, and like it felt like. So, in my opinion, when I when I watched Loki, like I didn't really see like, oh, these are actual like characters that are ever going to be used in like Marvel universe like movies. They're just members that are added as additional cast to a show. Mm-hmm. But now seeing like an alternate Gamora and seeing that she's still like got elements of Gamora in her, but yeah, she's a little bit more ruthless. She's and like watching her soften up, like still take the same path, but watching her still be fundamentally a little bit different and have her own personality. Like it does set a stage for a character that has that potential for other Marvel films where it's like, hey, if they were ever were to bring back a Tony Stark or yeah. or a Captain America character from another timeline or another universe, like expect different. Different. Yeah. Do not expect the same, you know, exact character. Do not expect the exact same jokes, the mm. exact same writing. But you know, what what I'm more interested in is like that idea, like a lot of us have or have thought of this, like, man, like what if what if I didn't meet this person? Oh, absolutely. You know, how would my life turn out? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and and you see that if she didn't meet Peter, 
she would have still found a group or a family to bond with. Yeah. And you know, and she's super like you could t- like you could see at the end of the movie, she's super happy with the Ravager family. And they cared about her. And they care about her, and mm-hmm. and that's all she ever wanted. And that's not to say that it's better than what her relationship with the Guardians would have been, but you know, yeah. two different p- pathways, but they would have resulted in her finding the family and like being accepted, which is something that her father Thanos and even Nebula like couldn't give her. Yeah, um, which I guess goes to show exactly what she was looking for, which was a family. Yeah. yeah. So, like, moving along from that, there's a lot of really cool things, like, James Gunn things in this movie still. Like, uh, personally, I, re- I really love the soundtrack, going back to Creep. Yeah. Like, it's a great, great song. Absolutely. Um, I think all the music choices in this, really like, good. it hit for me. Florence and the Machine, now we're going to look yeah. through it again the same way. I know. The dog <laughs> days are over. But, yeah. it, it, you know, it, that song definitely encapsulates a lot of the feelings for, first of all, the end of this Guardians team, the end of James Gunn's time at Marvel, the the team members that that, that walked away, yeah, from it. You know, uh, Dave Batista is leaving. Isn't yeah, he he's leaving. Uh, Mantis is doing her own thing. Star Lord's back on Earth. Um, yeah. Rockets, de- Rockets, the leader of the new team. Yeah, Nebula's so, taking care of nowhere. Do you think they're gonna do a spinoff with the new team and like build on that? Or I don't know if I want that even. Yeah, be honest. I, I don't. Even I do I, want. I, I kind of just want them to end it. Here. I, I'm okay yeah. with. I'm okay with some of these characters coming back in like an Avengers level yeah. movie, like Star Lord coming back. I'd, I'd love that. Well, even not even just that. Like I think Adam, like Adam Warlock, needs time to be an actual Adam Warlock. I love. I did like the concept of it's like he's a baby. Like I'm sorry, you can't just build a fucking adult and expect him to be an adult. Like. Like I do, I don't like it when people when like adults are created and all their their perfect emotion and they don't have any flaws and it's like in this case he has all the intelligence but he has zero like common EQ. Yeah. It's like you can have all the IQ in the world but if you don't have EQ and common sense, all of a sudden like you're gonna be like exactly what start what he was what Adam Warlock was in this movie, which was emotionally like a child. Yeah, and not understanding and getting attached or or not. Not realizing why things are bad or why things are good. Yeah. So I hope that eventually he becomes like the powerful and like leader type character that he be, that he is in the comics. But yeah, I hope so. He was actually in, in the books. He's a big part of like the Infinity War. Absolutely. Like, like the fight against Thanos. And I remember people were like, Where, "Where's Adam Warlock and all that crap?" But I feel like they they could establish him as like a big player in the future. Yeah. Whether that be in like a, what is it like Secret Wars or whatever? Because yeah. obviously there's gonna be like a multiversal war coming. Yeah, yeah, with um, Kang. But he, he's a really interesting character. Although I think I feel like because well, you, well, you said you said Star Lord. I mean, uh, not Star Lord. You could take Gamora out of the movie and it won't matter. But I feel yeah. like that you could say that for Adam Warlock. Oh, for sure, Adam yeah. Warlock. Adam Warlock would be the most, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what's uh going back to what you said about Kane the Conqueror? What do you guys think is gonna actually come out with that? But that guy, like, he he fucked up his own bag, kind of. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fucking like King? fire him. Dude. Yeah, dude, he. You has... want to talk about King during the Guardians review? Oh, yeah. Well, I think now it's a, it's it's a, it's you know. <laughs> no, I mean it's Marvel, but I do think that whatever happened with uh, what's his name, uh, Jonathan Duncan, Majors, yeah, yeah Don yeah. Davis, kind of fucked up. I think Disney's probably gonna want to part ways with him. So honestly, I like I like um, the High Evolutionary better as a villain than King. I know I mean, King is supposed to be the big bad, but that just goes to show though that the writing in general was better in this one than yeah. it was mm-hmm. in Quantumania. I mean, I don't know if you can put that on Jonathan Majors fully. I mean, it's it's hard to always. No, I was make... impressed by what he did in. in Quantumania. Honestly, in Quantumania, he his like his passion as a character in Kang was. I think that's the best he could do with what he was given. Yeah, but because he was great in Creed. 
Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. He yeah, showed. No, Creed, he, he, he was. He was great. Like, like if he gives that same energy as him being Kane the Conqueror, like, yeah. oh my god, like yeah. that, that'd be amazing. Check but, out our review on Creed Three. Yeah, watch previous episodes. <laughs> Shameless plug. That's, that's episode two. Uh, <laughs> that's two spelled T W O. Merch coming out soon. Uh. <laughs> I think Kang is is not gonna be a good. MCU yeah, I think I think, I, I think, I think they, they fucked up. Well, he like fucked that, up. Uh, it's hard to go from like Thanos to like another actual threat yeah. and menace that makes sense. Like, well, Thanos was like what a 10, 10 year long fucking. Thanos was a ten out of ten yeah. villain too. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be yeah. honest. That's, that's, that's 10 top years tier to villain of like yeah. all yeah. time. There, if anything, like this is the problem, right? Like, we're in the stage and era technically of like. This is the end credit sequence where Thanos is showing up in Asgard stealing the gauntlet. Like, this is the level of where we're at with King. Like, yeah, he got to be the bad guy in Quantumania, but he hasn't even, like, nobody knows about him besides Ant-Man. And so, right now, Thanos, this is maybe, like, even, think about it, like, Guardians, I guess, one. Like, so yeah. we haven't had a chance to actually let Kang be explored as the villain that he's supposed to be in the comics and and the ba- big bad that he truly is yeah. but i don't know i mean like i said i think you just need a good writer because the high evolutionary to me was a big threat and he all, all he was doing was trying to get rocket versus yeah. kang is like trying to get he's destroy, trying or, or i don't know do his own thing with the multiverse yeah you know? like, like I, the smaller scale thing was more 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 important to me than, than the bigger stuff yeah um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's more impactful, right? Because yeah, you, you, you realize you're like, damn, I actually care about Rocket. Like, fuck you. Like, well, leave I, him alone. This team, well, I, I think it wasn't like the actual event that was going on. I think it was just the fact of how ultra personal everything felt between the characters. You know, like, like this guy is literally obsessed with Rocket. He's like, why is this fucking animal smarter than me and figuring out things that I couldn't even... Like, I, I've been working on this for fucking a million, like, however long he's been working on it, and he couldn't figure out how to get to this, this starting stage. This fucking raccoon that he made yeah. was able to outsmart him off the rip. Like, yeah, and he's absolutely. like, why? Because he himself said, like... like why the, are the, you, the, like, the, the one? Like, the one. what makes yeah. you unique? And because he has such a big ego with that line where he says, you know, there is no God, so I'm the one that's stepping in, yeah. right, to, 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 to take his place or, or be who, who he's supposed to be. And, and Rocket was, like, his, his biggest personal threat. That his yeah. creation is better than him. No, absolutely. And I think why this guy made it so important too is like, I don't know, like, I think the emotion I would say, like, going into this movie, especially after all the events that MCU has gone through, is like, it's almost like grief. Like, y- you're already like, stop ripping away these characters from me. I mean, shit, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, after all these past movies that have happened, I do miss. The ca- I know I said what I said about Captain America. I don't take it back, except for that ass. That is America's ass. That is America's ass. But um, <laughs> but I miss Iron Man and Captain America. Like fuck, like it's hard. It's but, hard to like remember that I'm not gonna get that interaction anymore. And I do have to deal with Shuri being the Black Panther, which I'm sorry, but yeah, not a huge fan about that. Yeah, me neither. But it is what it is. I mean, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick. I gotta give respect, and they did the best that they could. I, it was still a good movie in my opinion. Yeah, no, Chadwick yeah. was the next in line. It's, like, cr- it's crazy. I think when, if, if I was Marvel, I wouldn't have made that Wakanda forever. <laughs> really? <laughs> dude, God uh, damn it. Yeah. No. I, Isaac's like, I don't no, know. No, because it was bad. Okay. It was good, dude. It was a good yeah, movie. Was, I, I, Namor. Was, yeah. And like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would have agreed that Nakia probably should have been the Black they, Panther. They, 
Because Nakia showed, yeah, I would have liked her. Nakia showed a lot more, and Shuri's just a genius. Like she didn't need to be the fighter. Yeah, she's not. She's such the brains. She made Tony Stark look like an idiot sometimes. You know, I would have liked it if Shuri and and uh, and uh, Nakia shared the mantle. If they shared the Black Panther title, that would have been sick. Like there was so many. There was a lot of creative choices that I feel like could have been different. But what I was trying to say with the grief thing is just like yeah, like these characters, like with Chadwick, and obviously being that one being a lot more more real than like just not having the characters of tony stark or of steve rogers anymore but like now with gamora having died and it's like you know like there's a part of me that like i agree with all of you guys it was the best writing choice to not have her join the guardians but i'm like i was kind of like no please give me give me the thing that i know that i love that nothing else has to change like we're all going through our lives as adults and everything's changing way too fast and like i'm tired of change like give me give me a little bit of comfort let me hold on to something let me hold on to something and it's like, and then Rocket's about to die. I'm like, you motherfucker. Oh and then God. like, you don't know if Nebula and fuck, like is he's on the ship. I'm like, who else is James Gunn going to kill in this yeah. fucking movie? Like, it's stupid motherfucker. Let's talk about that. Rocket's death. Oh, because he, he did he, die. He did die. Yeah. He did die. He did die. He saw, yeah. he saw the, the fair or whatever. Uh, the, Lila. 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 Yeah. Her, his and otter. Teefs and floor. Teefs and floor. And teefs. Teefs. Como la flor. <laughs> got big teefs. Yeah. Um, God, those, those guys were adorable. Were, they were beautiful characters. They were adorable. Dude, the, they were adorable, the but like, creepy. Like, oh my God, that, the bunny and, yeah. scared the shit so out of me, bro. Creepy. With spider yeah. legs, I was like, oh Remind my God. Reminded me of Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, yes. The, the yeah. yeah, but no, those 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 scenes were so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because, you know, those. I look at those characters and I just see them as like these kids, these babies that got tortured and put through like some like really unimaginable stuff and then to be killed like that like that's that's really dark like if you take away the animal aspect of it like these are these are people who suffered and got killed yeah these are and, souls that uh-huh. and and rocket had to like carry that with dude, them. dude imagine yeah, that was so fucked up that scene where just starts yelling and screaming yeah it's like Dude, imagine that just like heavy. like that, that like heavy. the initial experiments that they all went through where you got consciousness like you got you you understood instead of being more like animalistic, you were a basically a sentient being that sentient, had thought. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Imagine feeling that like mm-hmm. like Rocket was like, dude, where the fuck am I? Well, here? Rocket, like you see him, like they just throw him in the cage and his head's all like shaved. Yeah, it's still bleeding. He's he, still yeah, and bleeding. He, and all he can say is just like hurt, 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 hurt. What do you think Jesus would be worse? Though? That hurt me, man. Gro- growing like going into that scene too, like. And like those those background scenes, like I don't even know who has it the worst because you look at a character like Teefs and Floor, who clearly were like Mark One, like mm-hmm. their intelligence was lower, their mm-hmm. cognitive ability was yeah. lower. They're more like mechanical. They, they were more mechanical, and more than anything, too, they were just able. They 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 didn't have like the understanding of like how bad of a situation they were. Mm-hmm. And then you see Lila, who has a lot more intelligence than the two of them. She's a lot more hopeful. She's a lot more hopeful too, which is great. But then that means that, I mean, with that hope also comes despair yeah. at, when, when, at, towards, the end. towards the end. And then you see someone like Rocket, who is just so smart, who run leagues around every single person in that facility technically. And that's exactly what the, the high evolutionary was, was upset about, was what happened. He doesn't understand how a creature he created could basically be smarter than him. But... Like I don't know. It's it's that's also part of like the sadness too. Is like you, you sometimes almost hope like it's the character like Teefs that will survive. Who's mm-hmm. like the 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 you know the idiot who is so happy and joyful yeah. and doesn't ever feel like life could be like negative. Happy go lucky. Versus yeah. someone like Rocket who survives that interaction. It's like 
that's what like that guy's gonna need years of therapy to even yeah, deal with that and, so he, and he didn't get yeah, it <laughs> that's and that's what it's like therapy. versus like teeth's like he'd he'd be upset and he'd cry every now and then but he'd live a life of happiness and joy if he ever made it out of it um, was it uh he reminds me of uh, ignorance is bliss doesn't he remind you of like pumba oh my gosh Lion King? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was, I, I love pumba. oh my gosh this those characters were so wholesome but yeah, yeah it's fucked up. like that whole interaction with the the higher evolutionary or whatever where he's like you were smart enough to figure out like how to make the creatures better like, but you're too stupid to see that you're not going to the new world. Yeah. Like, oh, I was man, just that like, hurt. fuck. That hurt. And then it just breaks them. Like, you just see him go from, like, happy that they're going to the new world to, like, realizing, oh, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it really sets him up as a dick, too. Because when you realize he's not just talking to Rocket. He's talking to children. Children. And he's like, I don't care. He's like, yeah. you guys... Your means to an end. He's like, like he literally. I mean, you, we're watching him put fucking animals and creatures into incendiaries and just like burning yeah, them up burn. like they're nothing. Oh, dude, like that fucked up ninja turtle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. remember that? And then just immediately burns them alive. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Well, like, I think he's been doing it for so long. I think he just became numb to his own like hubris. You know, like, yeah. like, yeah. like this guy's definitely crazy. And you know, he thinks he was, he's a god. He's like, like, I'm entitled. He's like, this is what I need to do. He's like, I got you to this point so I can destroy you. Why, why is it such a big deal? And yeah, he's literally playing God at that point. Like, try to think about an MCU villain that you actually hate. Because we like Thanos. We like Loki. Personally, I like Ultron, too. I like Killmonger. He was probably yeah, Killmonger was badass. Too. And then all the other ones, if you didn't like them, they got killed anyways. Yeah. Well, well High Evolutionary got killed as well. No. No, he actually, um, he was saved by Drax when they were throwing everybody onto nowhere. Drax was carrying him over. Drax carried him over? Yeah, you, you, you couldn't really see it, but James Gunn confirmed that High Evolutionary is still alive. Oh. So he's not dead. But another character that we hate, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think of a woman Shuri. like... <laughs> no 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 but like i mean even think, i guess uh here's one i mean if we, i mean i guess now that you've added the stipulation they stopped to be alive but um uh iron monger i mean he was a fucking piece of shit yeah. i was like i was like yeah man. But jeff bridges though jeff bridges Who doesn't like, like jeff bridges i mean i love jeff bridges yeah. doesn't mean i have to like him no no that's why but like i mean like Wait, but even then no but um the, iron man iron one, man one. But he got killed though that's what i'm saying now that you've added the stipulation of had to have died I don't know. I, I mean, mean, even the Red Skull, he was a Nazi, but he was an interesting, like, classic retro type of villain, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, they didn't make Alexis, him a hated are you, character. Are you a Nazi apologist? What's going on here? What you, no, I, no, I agree with Alexis, Nazis. though. The Red Skull, the Red Skull was not meant to, like, he didn't, and again, this goes to show Steve Rogers is such a fucking great character because <laughs> nothing could hurt him, but, like, Rocket was hurt. Yeah. I think that's the difference is we haven't seen a character that has hurt the individual and characters broken. and broken them to that level mm -hmm. and then there were no repercussions to the villain either yeah like he was able to walk away obviously until the end of this movie yeah, yeah. Got well no there was a re yeah he got his face whole turn no off. that's why that's what i'm saying until the end of the movie but no even yeah, when he, he got, got his got face whole turn off though he's he's still fine like he he managed like he was like i'm not fine but he's like i'm still like i'm gonna put my face back together yeah. and i'm gonna look pretty got my makeup on and everything fucking i'm fleek well yeah. you know but before this he still uh, chose the same face yeah i know yeah right? he got one of them beverly hills doctors to the studio. <laughs> and he could have chosen a better face i'm just saying bro like yeah. uh, isaac george you guys were saying that you don't like the high evolutionary much no no yeah, i didn't like him that I, much. I, I, he, he was a lot like uh he was just very exaggerated for me in some points one of the issues i had with with, with that mm -hmm. character too was that he didn't have a reason to be a dick he just was seeking perfection but i feel like if he was so good at what he was doing he's been doing it for so long 
he could have figured other ways to look for perfection. I think that was the problem is though that he realized that nobody is closer to perfection than the one creature he made by accident. It's kind of like when you have like that fucking ego of like, damn, I'm like, I'm hot shit. I'm so smart. And then you accidentally got it right. And you can't replicate the results, like the results, no matter how hard you try. So it just eats you alive where it's like, you're great, but it wasn't on purpose. And you can't do it again. And you can't do it again. So are you really great? Like he, he himself says, I'm a God, but it's like, how could you be a God if you can't do it again? Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, I think like his, his ego and his like mania, like of just like becoming like unraveling as a character to become just twisted and evil and doing some terrible things. And it goes to show too his, his feeling that he's above everything else. He's like, you guys are all just toys and pawns and I will start over and I won't even bat an eye when I yeah. destroy an entire he, planet. Yeah. He literally destroyed that, that planet. Yeah. Um, killed every single person. And he's like, Whatever he's like, they were gonna be members of my perfect world, but they weren't perfect, so they don't deserve. They to weren't live. perfect. Instead, they were the '80s in America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they deserved it. That was yeah. true. That's yeah. the sympathizing me. Absolutely, I think I think he is one of the best villains of 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 the MCU, for sure. Uh, I don't know if I would say the best. But yeah, I mean, I, he's, he's good. But I, I mean, it's, think about it this way: like you even said, I love Killmonger. A bit, but like yeah. I. I don't think he's one of the best. But I mean, if you, but you were saying, like, I love Killmonger too, right? But that's the thing is, like, the thing that made Killmonger good was the perspective that, like, you couldn't really say Killmonger was fully wrong. No, like, no, Killmonger was right in his own way. Exactly. The way that, he was going about it was no, wrong. But I think like, Alexis's perspective of him, be, of, of High Evolutionary like, being one of the best villains is because this one, he is fully wrong. Yeah, this and guy I just, is a You villain. love to hate him. Yeah. Mm. Like, fully. Like, you're like, I, like, nobody's yeah, going to yeah. agree with him. Everybody here, er, er, all the like quote unquote villains have their justifications. Yeah. Although even Loki started off as like a legit villain, but then he turned into kind of like an antihero. Yeah. yeah. You know, but this, I feel like this is the only legit villain that we've. Yeah, even like really even someone He's like just full on evil. Yeah. Yeah. Tortures, I mean, aside from like the Red Skull, tortures you know, animals and shit. Yeah. yeah but but like the, we could see his depravity more than the other. I I think I wouldn't mind seeing the Red Skull coming back though. To be honest, like him. Well, as we did a, see him in Endgame. Well, I know I, that's what Our I'm saying, but like being, him being a, like a the major, guardian of soul like stone, a major antagonist yeah. coming back, like he figured out how to do whatever he used to do on that. Like, yeah. No, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to see him. And back I think too. it'd be a, a cool like it, it'd doesn't be part he, of a cool, cool refresh. Doesn't the Red Skull team up often with um, what's his name, Modok? Um, like, oh, like at the Masters of yeah, Evil, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like something like that would be interesting. Modok was terrible. I'm just, oh, you know what? I, you know what? If we want to boil out to talk about any other thing besides this, I'm just upset we don't have Doctor Doom yet, bro. That's the only well, it's thing coming up, man. It's coming. We up. better is, fucking get it. Uh, Secret coming? Wars. Well, Fantastic Four is coming, and oh, Secret the, the Wars better include Doctor Doom. Wars. It should. It better. But what is Secret Wars about again? Um, basically, there's gonna be an incursion, so like a destruction of universes. Mm. And uh, the Avengers need to stop that from happening. It'd be cool if we see Tony Stark in uh, uh, alternate universe, an alternate universe is where. Or in Do they'll bring it back? I mean, I mean alternate universe is. Did you say he's, he's done? I mean, he I don't. He's done. I don't think that he is. I think that I think he's done leading it, and I completely agree. I don't think Tony Stark should ever be the main character of a, of a Marvel movie ever again. But could he come back in an incursion type event where it's like, or kind of like exactly yeah. like what we had with Multiverse of Madness, where you had the the Illuminati. Yeah. And you just see Professor X up there. It's like something small, something minimal. A little cameo, yeah. A little cameo. Even mm-hmm. if it was like a 15-minute runtime where he was a supporting character that showed up for a little bit and then left. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and then also do characters do come back often? Even yeah. when they said they're yeah. done. Look at fucking Wolverine. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, this yeah. Back. Oh, all it took was great. Ryan yeah. Reynolds, bro. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> the Canadians, like, right. bro, they got it. Yeah. Buttered him up, and then they said, "All right, I'm back." <laughs> I kind of want to see how they're gonna do it after Logan, though. Like, uh, it'll be a variant, I think. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a variant. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do want to see Deadpool in the mainstream of MCU. MCU. He, he, well, he will be. I think they're gonna. Yeah, but they're gonna fucking censor him. <laughs> no, actually, I think it's gonna be Disney's the first committed rated to R. rated R on yeah, this new one. R it's MCU. Disney. Rated R what? Like Deadpool three movie. is Deadpool gonna be 3. a rated R movie. No, 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 I get that, but like when he's in the main ones. This oh, is still like, by like Disney he... though, so oh, I see. That's, that's the why. thing. No, yeah, but like let's say he he joins the Avengers, it's like they're gonna censor the hell out of him. Well, I mean, it shouldn't. Make a joke out of I mean, it shouldn't be though. At the end of the day, like I I agree with what you're saying, but it shouldn't be that. Like if if they do decide to bring Deadpool into a major film, if it's all Deadpool joke, like Deadpool should make so- small jokes here and there. Yeah, yeah. you know. But, but, but you know what? I I feel that Marvel needs to continue making movies like Volume Three. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't really. I don't want these big events right now. Absolutely. And I don't want. I don't really want the lead up to these big events. They they should go back to it just being hints, like yeah. dropping hints, like they did with Thanos. That's what they I did agree. so well with Thanos because it's like the build up was insane. And credit but, like, scenes is all I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- there's nothing that that's keeping us like uh, wanting more, and it's like, like even though Volume Three ended, and I feel like um, it ended in a good way, you know, where they're all they're they're all kind of in a happy state, right? But like, there was nothing that like okay like all all they said is like Star Lord will be returning and I'm like, I give a fuck about Star Lord like I, it's cool now that now they're gonna try to fix his like his daddy issues and all that stuff. Mommy right? issues. A little bit of daddy. Yeah, re- yeah, ego, come on. Well, yeah. Ego. Well, he already killed his dad. Yeah. So I don't care about Star Lord. There's nothing that like bringing me back. There's not like a new character that's gonna be like over. I actually care a lot about Star Lord. I think there's a lot to to see with him. I don't think so, man. I I think they're gonna like really just put that like, oh yeah, I'm I'm cool with my dad. And then... I don't think so because he's he he kind of resented his time on Earth, and now now he's accepted that you know that's a part of his life, and so he's 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 got a lot to. Explore. I think the only reason he resents is because he's still a child. He still hasn't fully like. Well, yeah, he was taken when he was like what like ten or something. Yeah. He hasn't matured in saying like you know what I don't think it was all that bad like I think I misinterpreted what my dad said and I'm not and that's it like he's he's looking at it from a very not mature person and trying to deal with his emotions and we see that with him and Gamora like like he doesn't understand that what he's trying to do is not helping the situation whatsoever I feel like in every part of even in Volume Three he kind of worsened the situation every time like they they didn't have any positive interactions like. Well, yeah, because he's he's fucking up that that part of his his yeah, life. I think, I think that was a vehicle to show his desperation for how much he wanted her. Like jumping on that, like Peter's relationship with Gamora kind of mirrors us as MCU fans, where we want things to be like how they were. Yeah, things are always going to change. Everything changes, and you gotta you just gotta let let it go. Like let it let it keep moving forward instead of go, trying to go back to how it used to be. Yeah, we just have to hope that it's it's a good different, it's a good change. I want to talk about performances because I feel like Chris Pratt did like his best in this movie. He 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 was so so good. Like I, I felt I felt his pain. You know, I saw his strength as a leader. You know, and Bradley Cooper was great as Rocket, of course. I didn't even realize it was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, and Bradley like, Cooper no is, the he is the best performance Wait, in this movie for um, sure. Isn't the stand-in for Rocket? Uh, James Gunn's brother? Yeah, Sean Gunn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen him in the green suit? It's yeah, hilarious. It's hilarious. He's just like on so He's his all knees, like lanky. He's got his yeah. big belly. <laughs> They're petting him. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, 
Jeez, my mind no, yeah, is falling. Uh, he did amazing. Um, Dave Bautista, I feel like, is underrated when it comes to like movies. And, I like that like, they his, uh, they explained him better though, because like you think about like people always talk about Drax the Destroyer, and I was kind of reading into the character a little bit more and like looking at like like watching some videos about him, and and people were talking about like he was actually a normal human, and then he was given these powers like to become a destroyer, but it's like. It, the way that it feeds him, he's like, you You weren't meant to be a destroyer. Like, you became a destroyer because of these the terrible, horrible things that happened to you in life. Mm. But you were meant and you were made to be a father. I made thought that to, was beautiful. I was like, that explains yeah. so much more of his, like, his tone and how he is and how he... I was like, where's Dave Bautista, the wrestler who wants to rip your head off? And this guy's name is The Destroyer. Where is that guy? And it's like that kind of wrapped that up in a nice little bow for me too where it's like he had to become a destroyer that yeah. doesn't mean like he wanted to he be. wanted to be yeah and that's yeah. not what he was calling was his yeah. calling was to raise kids yeah. and help with families and build personally that's why i think this movie is the best absolutely in in the, in the marvel like i think it's my top mcu movie because you see development you see growth you see people moving on like these are actual things that happen in real life so now you're saying better than no way home because you didn't say that i think it's better than no way home i I was like you didn't say that at the beginning of the podcast guys you just dropped that (laughs) statement i was like is no one gonna say it hey dude i check out my letterbox man like i made my ranking it's (laughs) soundcloud too (laughs) first of all that's a non-sponsored ad right there for letterbox yeah sponsored i I love letterbox so you guys need to jump on it. I, I'm on it, but I just haven't used it. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I need to... It's going to take me a long time to build it's, up it's my so fucking simple. list. No, no, no. Like oh, all just the movies, to add all the movies? All the movies I've watched and actually yeah. put the rating. Like, fuck, that's going to be a whole like day process. Yeah, it, it did take me like half a day. Just to <laughs> I know, Alexa's like, it's simple. No, bitch, it's not about downloading the app. It's about fucking using it. And using it properly. Yeah, but... um. Uh, any other thoughts? Do you want to go into anything else, or do you want to kind of? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I agree with Alexis. It's top tier uh, Marvel movies for me, too. Um, I think they did it really well. A bunch of band of misfits, and then they broke down the characters a little bit, so we understand where they're coming from. Like, and, said, and I like the like, the comedic breaks too. I was gonna yeah. add that. I mean, we didn't really talk about scenes or go into specifics in the movie. Mm, we like could the, the scene in space. Um, uh, the one where they were at the research base trying oh, to find Rocket's members with the colorful suits yeah. and like the I thought that like, was really funny. I <laughs> thought it was a great Rance scene. Kept fucking falling on her face like the whole time. Yeah, the I cheese curd like three or four times. She's scorpion in and uh, yeah, she's scorpion. I, I don't even I don't <laughs> even know who that idiot. actor is like, that, that plays the lead cheese curd oh, guy. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. He's You're, really good. He's, he's really so good funny in this movie Wait, and like which character? The guy was like, oh, you got one of those yet? Yeah, that <laughs> interaction too. Right, I hate that guy. The amount of times that I've been called the one of those in the last couple of days. <laughs> and I've just been like the disappointment of everybody. It just, it's added to my personal It trauma. used to be Isaac and then Nick came along, yeah. so it's all right. Now I'm the one. We all love this I make guys. everybody feel bad. I, I know in the movie he said he hates that guy, but he secretly loves that guy. Yeah, because if, if you don't have that guy, you can't love the other people just exactly. a little bit more. Exactly. It's necessary. It's necessary. You're necessary, oh. Nick. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about the runtime? I think I think it was a little long. No, I, I loved it. I was like, give me more, perfect. dude. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't know, man. I loved hours. it. This was a really good-looking movie too. It was like yeah, the that, CGI was great. It was a one. It was it was it was super. Like, it was two hundred million dollars to make though. Yeah, yeah. It was two hundred mil. I mean, it's come on. It's like with that amount of money, it's yeah. impossible. If you don't do it right, then what the fuck? Is, <laughs> but then it's we keep comparing it, but like Quantumania, like that movie kind of looked like shit sometimes. Like honestly, I didn't I, I I didn't dislike it as much as other people. Yeah. But the quality of work between that and Guardians, it's like, it's like I think Quantum Mania was really like 
fucking uh, like ambitious though. I mean, if you think about the sets, like it was all like supposed to be super crazy and weird. I mean, it was the introduction to fucking uh, the quantum realm in a different way. Uh, Kane, Kane, yeah, King I mean, Conqueror, but uh, it sucked. I, I was like, this is mm. so like underwhelming almost. Mm-hmm. It did. I was like, a bunch of ants defeated him. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> feels that, yeah, that movie felt like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, yeah I could see but that. this movie felt like a triple A film. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I could relate to it. You know, it made me feel honestly, I'm not gonna lie, guys, like I I like teared up a lot. I, me Absolutely. Too. I teared up. Like by the end of the movie, like after dog days are over, like uh-huh. I was tearing up like when I was seeing how happy everybody was and how Drax that scene, was with the kids. Okay. We don't need to talk about another fucking scene in this all movie right, if we ever right. finish it. The one scene I want to talk about is when Rocket actually died and Lila was like, like asking like like she was talking oh, to him and he yeah. said, Can I come too? Mm. He he wasn't oh, asking to come back to life. He was like can like, I, I just die? The pain's over. Guys. Please, can yeah. I just go? And she was like, not yet. Like, oh my God, just, that was <laughs> yeah. fucking, I know, I was like, that broke me, I was like, me, there's dude. no fucking yeah. way, they better not kill him. I was yeah. like, oh my God, dude. The, 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 scene, the scene that got me was, James Gunn probably lives in LA, I'll fight him. I think, he, I think he does live in LA. <laughs> I'll, I'll fight him, bro. <laughs> I see that motherfucker on the street, on, yeah, bro. on it's, Sepulveda. It's You have white hair, and it's kind of spiky, bro. It's on site. I swear to God, I'm coming for you, bro. Watch your back, motherfucker. have a Taekwondo master on your ass. Yeah, bro. Yeah. No, the scene that got me, man, was when, when he has he made the escape card key mm. and oh, he shit. fucking swiped it on his friends and they were escaping and then the high evolutionary came and just started blasting he straight up shot lila lila and well, then i thought i thought dying. her heart like exploded because he had the thing in his heart so yeah. but when i saw that he had like the fucking gun yeah, pointed yeah. at her i was like oh and like even the moment where she like she like touches her belly yeah you know and then she's like it's warm yeah and then she's like oh i see the sky and then her eyes go blank Dude, that was like really painful. Dude, yeah. and he just starts way. You ever think about the fact that like, we're 26, 27 year old motherfuckers in this room? Like, how are kids supposed to process these films, bro? Like, what if you're a father and you have to explain to your kid, like, yeah, dude, death fucking yeah, sucks. Um, <laughs> I think I think you can't. Probably kids just like that's what the little like jokes and shit are for. Like for the kids, you gotta hope. Yeah. It's fuck, dude. Like, I want to go watch this with my little brother, and like you know, he he was just kind of like, yeah, it was good. And I was like, what'd you think? Sad? He was just like, no, 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 it was funny. And yeah, I'm my just, brother too. He kind of like, like glossed what over the fuck it. Did you not? <laughs> Thank God, dude. Like we did. Like, we did not bro, see the same I'm movie. I'm over here crying, <laughs> yeah. and then you're just kind of like, yeah, the fucking otter died whatever yeah, like okay. <laughs> yeah, like the guy his name was wheels <laughs> he goes she got floor Watch like, i like teeth teeth <laughs> wheels when they're older they'll, they'll understand maybe yeah. Yeah, oh maybe. My God. yeah yeah the rewatchability of some of these films when you think about like oh shit you're gonna watch when you're older and you're gonna be like god Dude, damn what a, what a era we're in for movies like we saw the whole like avengers thing from iron man to like you know the end of uh, yeah. avengers endgame and it's like that whole build up in time, it's like similar to, I would say, maybe like when the Harry Potter franchise was a thing or mm. when Star Wars Star Wars was, you know, first coming out. Like, yeah. Yeah, I remember. These are the movies for our generation, you know? And then we're going to look back like, holy shit, I remember when that came out. And like, yeah, we like this, this was like like an event in, in movie history. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. I remember like when Iron Man came out, it was 2008. Yeah. I don't know, I was like 12 or something. And just like at the end when Nick Fury is like, oh, we, we want you for the Avengers Initiative. And like me being a big comic book nerd, like I knew what yeah. it was. Alexis just his pants. Yeah, like, like he, I that was yeah, that was the first time. I just I ever, for the reasons that just yeah. humongous load. But as a kid who reads comics, I know what that means. But I would have never imagined like this whole universe, this whole world, you know, ten years later that. 
It, it was just great sense. too growing up through it. And yeah. like honestly, I'm I feel so lucky having like realized that at the beginning it was all about comic book like action. Mm-hmm. And so like thank God I didn't have to worry about having the emotional intelligence to understand some of these sequences and things. Like I mean honestly, look at even look at like Captain America one, Iron Man one, Thor one. Like all these films were just like wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like even Thor like being banished, it's like I was smart enough to understand the implications of that back then. This movie, if I watch it as a 13-year-old, like you said, like you guys talk about your brothers and stuff, it's just not. It's it's not getting digested the same. Yeah. So it feels great to now have reached a level of maturity where I can digest mm-hmm. it in the ways that it was probably intended by the director. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we, we grew up with these Guardians, you know? like we It came up, out yeah, yeah. in 2014. We were yeah, fresh we, out of high fresh school. Fresh out of high school. We were, you were in your senior year. <laughs> yeah. I'm you know, I remember <laughs> Alexis was like obsessed with this movie when it first came out. Because I remember like, he's like, dude, the soundtrack is so good. Is it Ramona Flowers? I don't even remember. Hey, I think I briefly remember your... I think we did. I think your now wife cosplayed as Gamora for Halloween. She did. That's right. I forgot about that. I'm sure she wore that cosplay more than just Halloween, huh? You dirty dog. Hey. Man, I'm not gonna talk about that. That video uh, on Pornhub is still out there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are sick. He still has a Star Lord helmet. <laughs> no, you know what's sick? That's why this crushed him. That green face. Yeah. That is not okay. Alexis, hey, well, what kind of things are you into? Hey, why don't you talk to sick? Isaac about green face? All right. A couple Halloweens ago, he dressed up as the whole Gamora too, or oh. lizard or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you were the lizard. I was Sandman. Yeah. yeah. You did, wait, yeah. you did full on like paint? Yeah, he was yeah, all green. He had a lab coat and everything. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, I was Sandman. You were Spidey, because of course. Who else would you be? I did the crow one year. <laughs> yeah, with real paint. <laughs> yeah, hey, real. Look, I had to work your with what face I had. Was cracked up. Yeah, yeah, no. dude, how, how was your skin like the day later? Jesus, it was. It felt soft. <laughs> it was a yeah, facial. Yeah, all it all the skin off. had yeah, peeled yeah. off, so it was so yeah. soft. It's, it was a nice a chemical, chemical peel. peel. Like, hey, it was like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I want Marvel to look at this movie and say, this is the kind of shit that we need to start putting out. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Like, Disney is just a full-on... Well, they're milking the shit of the Marvel thing, yeah. you know? So they're not going to give these writers and directors creative well, freedom for I've all noticed, of them. I've noticed Marvel Studios has been, like, taking note. And, you know, they they originally had the writer for Quantumania on for Secret War, like the Avengers movie. And I think there's rumors, or maybe it was confirmed, but he's no longer the writer. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. After and they, that they, fucking and they added a, performance. a writer from True Detective, the show, onto Blade. That's so right. they're, they're bringing in some quality people for this. Uh, Heavy hitters? I like to hear. Yeah, I mean, but like, they you, need to bring you also in. see one like Tiki Waikiti or whatever his Taika, name is. Yeah. Taika Waikiti. Yeah. Tiki Waikiti. <laughs> Tiki <laughs> Yeah, Super huge Tiger. Marvel fans out here. Bro? No, no, no. But like the thing is that he fucking they gave him all the creative freedom for Love and Thunder, and then he fucking ruined right. well, it. I was just like, dude. Yeah, but let's I mean, be honest though. Taika's honest. He's been like, I think he let a lot of the shit that's happened go to his head. Like, I, I think, I think that he's he's gotten a lot of fame. I mean, dude, I'm not gonna lie. He had some fucking threesome weird ass fucking relationship with. Uh, Valkyrie. What does that have to do with this fucking... What I'm saying is, I think... No, no, no. He's just having more fun than Nick. I'm saying... Like. Yeah, well, of course. Okay, <laughs> am jealous. I jealous of Taika? Nick just... Duh. No, no, but what I am saying is, I, like, I think I think it's one of those instances where you see all of the rest of Taika's work, and he's phenomenal. Like, when he... Like, I mean, he, he's done a lot of other projects outside of Marvel, and everything that he's had, just his name on it, did not have the issues that Love and Thunder had. I think we can yeah. also say that Taika probably just had some other shit going on, whether it was through his relationships or or any other events but i think that we just got to make sure that if we are going to have other directors on and stuff like that and bring them back they they just can deliver a product that yeah, is similar yeah. so too. it could be mean, different it could be funny the entire way but it's got to be funny like i mean he had the opportunity like ragnarok for fucking uh, christian bale 
as a villain and ruined it somehow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, how's, how's Gore an afterthought now? But anyways, uh, that's our our conversation on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We loved it. Uh, watch it if you haven't. Watch it again if you haven't. Like me, I've already seen it two times. I've seen it twice, too. Um, and I don't like George. And, uh, yeah, we're just looking forward to whatever Marvel brings us. And uh, Watch it. You won't regret it. But then again, guys, there are just movies. So yeah, so just, just have a good time it. with it. Just yeah. have a good time just with it. Just have fun, man. Just, just enjoy really yourself. Rough. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, give us a review. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much anywhere. Um, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, Let us know and, what and you feel. Can they, can they do any comments or anything on the platforms uh, we have? I think on some of them. You need a review to the pod overall. Yeah, if you just leave a review at, at, at a movie recommendation that you yeah, want to talk about. Yeah, if you guys could about. do any recommendations, we'd love to. Yeah, you know, we're, also on, movies. we're also on Twitter and Instagram under 4guys1film. So Follow us there and we'll reply back to you as soon as we can. All right. Catch you guys next time. Thank you.